I'm judging the practices of, and if you can see me right now, I'm doing air quotes of self-care. Because girl, that shit ain't working. Yeah, I said it. I'll share the unspoken, what happens behind closed doors, and secret, what would they think about me if someone knew, thoughts. Welcome to Get the Skinny on Everything podcast with your host, Coach Andy, the Skinny Mommy. It can be challenging for women to separate themselves from the role of mother, wife, cook, maid, lover, etc., especially if you're not solid in who you are without all those roles and labels. Let's get real, raw, and ruthlessly transparent so the best version of you will always shine through. Oh, you think you're practicing self-care. All right. Remember in the first episode where I said I wouldn't judge? I'm judging the practices of, and if you can see me right now, I'm doing air quotes of self-care. Because girl, that shit ain't working. Hey guys, I got a little bit of a problem with this self-care Self-care Sunday, self-care Saturday. Women are going out and they're, you know, spending some money on themselves and they don't feel guilty or it's just a little bit of guilty, but they're convincing themselves that they deserve it. You know, they got a manicure, their nails look smoking hot. Now, trust me, I like me a good manicure. Or you went even a step further and you got the pedicure too. Now your little toesies ready for the summer are looking fly, not all, you know, a little grungy. Okay. So everything is looking sharp. Heck, maybe even put a color in your hair. And the, it is now the bomb flowing locks. Luscious and blowing in the wind. But let me tell you something. I got a little bit of a problem with that self-care. Because yes, you spent some money on yourself. Yes, you took an hour. Maybe even two. Maybe even three. Because maybe... You'd got a massage for the first time in six years. And that's great. But I'm here to kind of rattle the self-care community. And I may get some hate back on this. And that's okay. Because I'm going to say it. That's not self-care. That's a little treat, y'all. That is a little treat. You got your nails done. They're looking fly. I don't care if you do it on the regular every two weeks on the nose and on the dot and you never miss an appointment. That is a treat into something you like to do because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like, hey, my nails look nice. And I'm going to tell you something that most people won't tell you about these self-care practices. Why most people will go and praise you and be like, oh, good for you, girl. You took some time to yourself. You got away from those kids. Your husband, quote unquote, let you go out and get your hair done. Good for you. You get a lot of accolades. And so you're like, yeah, yeah, bitches. I practice self-care. I meditated for 10 minutes too before I went out. Let me tell you something. Sure, if you want to label that self-care, go ahead. I really don't care. But here, I'm going to tell you why doing those things, whether it's a routine, I never miss an appointment, or it's an occasional, hey, I finally did it, 
and it's been six years, whatever it is, I'm here to tell you why it's not enough. Okay? And I'm going to tell you why isn't anyone really addressing the problem behind what the these self-care practices, again, can you see my air quotes, just aren't doing for you. Because why are we praising women and saying, great for you? You took some time, maybe even walked out in nature and you took a deep breath and you looked up at the sky and your heart swelled with gratitude. You felt the grass blades underneath your feet, those manicured toes, no less. And you took a moment for yourself on Self-Care Sunday. And if you cannot hear the sarcasm, yes, it's there just a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so why is this acceptable to do that on occasion or even routinely if when you're done with that self-care moment, you go back into your home, the place you're supposed to feel safe, where you can be vulnerable, exposed, and yet not hurt? Why is it when you return, you still feel emotionally unsafe you still feel physically tired lethargic exhausted mentally drained you still feel muted with your spouse you still feel a disconnect you still feel like you don't feel seen and understood heck you're not even sure what you really want out of that marriage and life because you're just kind of going with the, you know, rolling with the punches. You still feel like the kids are dragging you down. Yeah, you love them. I mean, they're great. We love our kids. But there's that little bit of angst there. You're not sure what it is. and You're not aware of it, probably. But you just feel a little something like... There's just that... <sighs> feeling... But most importantly, you don't feel a thousand percent super loved. You don't feel like your love language, whatever it may be, words of affirmation, gifts, physical touch, acts of service, or, oh gosh, there's a fifth one. Sorry, off the top of my head, I just, I just lost it. But there's five, okay? That is lacking, is lacking from your spouse, is lacking from your kids, is lacking from, heck, it could be even lacking from your parents if they're still in your life, brothers or sisters. Something's just still lacking. You don't feel comfortable in your body, but your toes look good. So why is it you can do all these little quote-unquote self-care activities and yet still feel emotionally drained, unfulfilled, unsecured, not feeling safe and adored by your spouse. And just feeling like, I don't know, a booby slave to your kids. All these things I'm telling you that you may feel is because I felt every single one of them. Except mine came with a deep-rooted very scary mom anger that my kids saw every once in a while and it scared the living shit out of them 
I got my nails done. So yeah, I'm saying it. A mani and a pedicure for self-care is bullshit. Getting your hair done is bullshit for self-care practices, okay? I love me a good salon day, getting my hair done. But it's not self-care. It's getting my hair done. So let me turn the tables a little bit. Because probably nobody else is going to say this. But true self-care is an emotional, physical, and spiritually safe place where you are seen and loved for exactly who you are. Your individuality as a person, as a human being. Not as a wife. Not as a mom. Not as a daughter. Not as a daughter-in-law. But just for who you are. You feel emotionally safe whenever you're with your spouse. You feel emotionally safe whenever you're with your in-laws. You feel emotionally safe when you're with your kids. And you feel love. Physically, you feel connected. This deep, non-sexual intimacy connection with your spouse that is so profound. The idea of not being with them just crumbles your soul. You feel seen. You feel understood. Are you telling me? Is anybody out there telling me that if I went and got an hour massage, I would get that when I returned home? I want to tell you a story. So in the last episode, I told you about how I, che- I cheated on my husband. And I'm going to tell you the reason why, which I discovered some years later, self-reflection, like what the actual was I thinking? And I had a, a realization that I had no freaking clue to who I was. I became a mom and adopted that mom label before I had a chance to really just sprout and develop who Andy was. And so I found my identity in just being a mom first. Because if I didn't put those kids first, I felt like a bad mom based upon the opinions and advice and things that people would say, mainly from my family members. It went something like this. You should be home with the kids. And now that I am home with the kids, because I did have a job, so I quit my job to be home with the kids. And now that you're home with the kids, you need to be doing all these educational and hands-on activities with them. Now, Andy, deep down, the core of Andy, hates doing crafts. I would rather be out in construction and mud doing God knows what than to sit down and do crafts. However, if I'm not doing these things, this is what moms at homes do, right? And so I invested in scrapbooking. 
I hated scrapbooking, but I forced myself to like it. I forced myself to get into this clothes with other moms so our little kids could play and I would scrapbook with them. And I was dying inside. Fake smile, fake joy, saying I'm scrapbooking and putting the little memories of my kids together. Yay! So it comes down to, I had no idea who I was and what my true identity was. And so when my old boyfriend came back into my life after I was married, after I had three kids, I had built up this false identity that my first love was going to be my husband. And since I was already married, you know what? I'm going to make it happen anyway, because that is who I am. I am a person who sticks to my word and goes with their first love because that's who I gave myself to for the very first time. My virginity was his, so he needs to take it back and we need to be together forever. And so that lack of my own self-awareness and my own identity led to why I so desperately clinged to this false reality that I was going to have a life with this man I had an affair with. I wanted that identity back because it was the only thing I felt like I was so sure about. The pregnancies were spontaneous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one who opened your legs, Andy. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Trying to find myself here. (laughs) But the point is, I was so rooted in that first relationship, being married, Having kids later in life didn't matter. He was my identity and that's what I had to have in order to feel whole. So, that's why I had an affair. People are like, was your husband mean? Did he emotionally abuse you? Did he? No. No, at the time, he was a really, really... I mean, sweet guy. I mean, he gradually got his own anger issues because his wife cheated on him. You know, saying he has some issues to deal with on his own after that. But the mat- the case in point is no. He was working. He was doing two jobs. He was supporting his wife at home and these very small children. He was doing what he was supposed to be doing. Not that there's ever a reason to cheat on your spouse. But sometimes, obviously, the actions of others can influence your own choices in life. I'm saying 100% there's nothing that he did that influenced my actions. It was all me trying to find my identity. So self-care? Getting my nails done? Feeling emotionally safe within who I am? Feeling physically fit and strong and capable, mentally stable, blocking out the noise of judgment and shame and self-doubt. I'm sorry, but no freaking manicure is going to do that for me. And so that's why I decided to beef it up a little bit, y'all. It's hashtag SOS. It's time to beef up your air quote time. Y'all get the air quotes. Self-care. 
And I'll tell you exactly how in the next episode. Until then, give me a hashtag SOS, which is self-care on steroids. Be sure to hit me up in the next episode where we go beyond the manicure, the pedicures, the massage, the 10-minute meditation, whatever it may be, in a moment of time. And we're going to go into real, quote-unquote, self-care. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to spread the super love, please share it or post about it on social media. Feel free to also leave a rating and review. To catch all the shenanigans going on, you can follow me on Instagram at the Skinny Mommy. Just remember, I got you. Stay true to you, and I pray you feel super loved today.